You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This is a special bonus episode of the Nerd Room where you'll be getting some perspective, some insight as to what it's like to live with a nerd. I'm your host for this evening. My name's Tim. You guys know who I am. But joining me this week is a very special guest host. As you can tell, the gents aren't here this week. Life got in the way a little bit. And so I called on someone here to to bring that insight to the nerd room something different something that we've never done in the nerd room before and that's welcome my wife my wonderful my beautiful my very talented wife sydney welcome to the show hey everyone (laughs) my wife is extremely nervous right now it's just her and i in the nerd room just talking at the mics here and she's all bundled up. She thinks it's really cold down here. <laughs> but she's really nervous. But what she's going to do here this week, guys, is because we couldn't get the whole crew together, we don't, we're not going to break down any news or anything like that. But this is something we've been talking about for a long time. And, and that's bringing in my wife, bringing in maybe, maybe Troy's wife or someone to talk about what it's like to live with one of us, to live with a nerd, someone that has a room for collecting, takes up a ton of space. We allocate funds for collecting and just giving that that perspective as to what it's like living on the periphery the outside coming to the films with us seeing us get excited about these fantasy worlds about comic books about all this and that's what we're gonna do sydney we're gonna we're gonna walk through and i want this to be something that you the listeners listen to with your partners because she's actually gonna give you that insight that maybe your partner your spouse whatever is actually looking for she spent years watching my collection grow contributing some of the biggest pieces to it you know if i look around the nerd room right now some of the most expensive and rarest pieces i own are because my wife bought them for me these pieces that i would never buy for myself and so you know we're gonna get going here like sydney i just i just i want to we gotta break the ice a little bit here i feel like we're on a first date almost (laughs) (laughs) you're sitting in there all nervous so i just give give someone just let's do a lightning round how about okay let's talk about who you are kind of in this space but also you know how close you are to these universes that we spend so much time talking about um let's actually first let, let's let's talk about you a little bit okay just a little bit you're mother of two mm-hmm. you're married to me to you to me yeah anything else you want to tell people you know let's let's, let's say um let's let's start with this what what's your favorite movie oh I mean, you're going to roll your eyes and and hate me for saying this, but you know my favorite movie is Billy Madison. <laughs> Billy Madison. Constantly <laughs> quoting Billy Madison and then testing me. She yeah. <laughs> any, any quote that comes out of my mouth is usually a Billy Madison quote. But no, I mean, that's my look back on my childhood having fun with my brother watched four million times billy madison movie but i don't know i mean my favorite movie in your in your world yeah is that we, what you want to know we, my favorite movie in your world is probably guardians of the galaxy first yeah, one yeah yeah 
it's it's a wonderful movie and it's something that i think connected with a lot of people because it has this emotional thread to it right like how in the characters you're probably most connected to is the it's brute is oh 100 percent. <laughs> yeah and i mean that was the first time and i mean i i know that we saw marvel movies prior to that obviously um and star wars and things like that but that's the first time that i can really remember in my mind realizing how funny comic book movies can be and how much you can relate to characters no matter who they are or what they are and i really just i don't know i just loved that movie i loved that it was serious when it needed to be serious i loved that it was funny i loved that it had the action to it but i'm also not a huge action movie fan so there are movies that you will watch either inside or outside of the space that you'll come home and go no you wouldn't like that because it has too much fighting too much gore even and so for me that was a movie that still had all that action but it wasn't something that i was gonna have to hide my eyes or get scared of it was just all fun and i love like the throwbacks i love the music that he listens to we have that record playing (laughs) in our house all the time um yeah i think that I think probably my favorite. And I think with that movie too, it was such a low barrier for entry for people. Like you had to get over the fact that it was a talking raccoon, a talking tree, a big green dude, another green woman, <laughs> and some dude that was off in space, right? That had a blue kind of guardian, as you know, if you want to call it that Yondu, someone that stole him. And so it it was probably a pretty high barrier from the like concept, but everyone kind of just went into that movie and was like, Yeah, I get this. This is fine. I'm I'm super attached to this tree that says one word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also like that I didn't feel like I needed to know anything going into that movie. When watching any other Marvel movie, usually you're prepping me and going like, okay, you need to remember this from the last movie or you need to remember this or in the comic books this happens and you know, you're kind of having to fill me in on what might happen whereas going to that movie and i'm sure there were things in comic books that you had read prior to seeing that movie that you know you were expecting to happen in the movie and and i'm sure there were certain storylines that made a little more sense to you but there wasn't one time i don't believe while watching that movie that i was going like what are they talking about or what are they you know what does that mean and of course i try not to i'm sure we'll talk about this later during movie releases talk to you during the movies um but i didn't feel like i needed to watching this movie it was a little more um self-sufficient and self-explanatory which was good for somebody like me who doesn't read all about all of these things prior to watching yeah do you ever find that with a marvel movie specific and i guess star wars another one that you feel out of the loop when going to these you know we've been to let's say to the 23 or 24 movies have been released in the mcu we've probably been to 10 or 12 of them at the theater and you've seen, I think, everyone except for one or two of them. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel disconnected from that or that you, because you weren't in the know, you didn't enjoy it as much? I This is a question I try to ask you before we review any of the movies here in the Nerd Room is because I want that, that perspective. You know, did you need to do the deep dive to actually appreciate and enjoy everything? Let's take Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, and I mean, usually the answer is no. Actually, I would say 100% of the time, the answer is no. Um, When I'm in the throes of the movie, when we're sitting there watching it and it's all happening in front of me, are there times where I kind of look over at you and go like, am I supposed to know what's going on here? Absolutely. 
um, I would say in every movie, at least one time I'm going, mm, I feel like I'm supposed to remember who that person is, or I feel like I've seen that person before in another movie, but I can't quite place them. But the overall enjoyment of the movie, no. I don't feel like I had to remember every single detail of every movie in order to like Endgame. But there were definitely moments in that movie where I went like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Or I don't remember. Or I mean, I would look over at you and you would be like convulsing with excitement and I'd be like, I have no idea who that person is. <laughs> Red Skull and Infinity War is probably a great example of that. We're all flipping out and this guy's floating. Like, Who's this dude? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I love the movies. I think they're all fun. I think that they are all funny. I think that they are able to captivate audiences, whether you're a ultimate super fan or someone who's never seen any of the movies before. But to answer your actual question, no, I don't think I need to. I don't think you need to be an ultimate fan in order to enjoy the movies. No, and clearly not. These movies are making billions of dollars at the box office. Not everyone reads comic books. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get to know you a little bit more. So there's kind of your insight into kind of Sydney Sarah movies and a step towards her favorite Marvel movies and kind of the consumption of that from, I guess, the, I guess what you'd call the general audience of this. You know, she's a bit more connected than, say, maybe someone that has no idea who these characters are because she listens to the Nerd Room every single week, right? Every single week. All 200 Absolutely. and some, how many, 200 and how many episodes? I mean, we got to be on 258 now. <laughs> close not quite <laughs> but let, let's do this lightning round here so i'm gonna fire off a couple questions okay. and i just want you to answer the first thing that comes to your mind okay and you've already kind of hit one of these but we're gonna do a favorite superhero Ooh. right out of your head oh, come on i mean i don't know oh, that's hard um like okay so here's my question what constitutes a superhero like is Groot a superhero yeah I'd say anything that fits into the comic book space because I love everything that's cute yeah I love Groot I love like R2-D2 I love BB-8 you know like I love all those things but in my mind I'm like are those really superheroes you know like they're they're sidekicks or they're like you can chalk Groot up as your favorite superhero. I mean, I love no Groot. judgment. Yeah, no. I Is mean, it the big one, the little one. No, or the I mean obviously one? the little one. <laughs> okay, favorite superhero. I mean, my heart right now wants to say Ray. Whether that actually is truly my favorite superhero, I don't know. Um, we'll call that your favorite inst- Star Wars character then. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, is that another question? <laughs> um who knows i'm not i'm not here to put boundaries up i feel like in an hour i'm gonna go oh i should have said so and so captain america let me look over at this event (laughs) it's funny because i was gonna say probably captain america um no you know what my favorite superhero is iron man iron man iron man i love robert downey jr in that role i love just the way that he is this strong man who is just he's someone that's gone on like a journey right like yeah like you see him in the beginning like my first memory of watching iron man do anything on the screen was and this could not be the first moment that i see have seen him for sure but the first thing that comes to my mind is um him just wanting his father to be proud of him 
Yeah. You know, and and then you see this journey coming up to do we like do spoilers in this show? Like, yeah, we're because I watch most, every week. Yeah, but... mostly MCU because <laughs> you listen every week, right? I, yeah, <laughs> everything MCU is fair game because Endgame okay. came out, you know, and then Far From Home in July, so we're good. Okay, so yeah, I mean, just uh, oh, but what about Spider Man? I don't know. You're knocking on Troy's door there. So. I know this is hard. I okay. Stick mm. with Iron Man. You had really good. I'll stick with there. Iron Man. I'll stick with Iron Man. I I just love that you see him fall in love, and in Endgame you see him have a daughter, and yeah, that's beautiful stuff. It's Oof. just like it's that's touching. <laughs> he he's the one for sure that has pulled at my heart yeah. the most. So whether he's my favorite in the sense of a superhero, who knows? But in the sense of who he is and what we've seen him do, he's the one yeah. that I... Well, and it's so fitting, too, because... So this this past year, we celebrated our Iron wedding anniversary. We did, yes. And so... And the one thing that Sid got me was... And I've talked about this in the podcast before, but it's just a small shadow frame with an Iron Man minifig and pounded into little plates is I Love You 3000, which was one of the most touching things I've ever gotten because not only did it speak to me from this perspective but it also is something that you know with with daughters and that it was really it kind of really struck a chord with me that that was what he was saying to his daughter and then you bringing that saying that to me it's 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 it was you know it was one of the best gifts you've ever given me and it's like it's it's not i wouldn't i don't want to say simple but it's just very it out of it's the, simple out i of mean blue. although i want i would need it to be known that i myself hammered those letters yeah. into that those little <laughs> plates and it was very difficult <laughs> to make it straight and i think i bought a pack of 20 or something and i think those might have been the last two that i had left it's perfectly um. <laughs> imperfect though like it's, it's amazing that's why i love it <laughs> all right next question what's your favorite star wars movie oh I don't even know the star. No, that. <laughs> uh, my favorite Star Wars movie. This is a really hard question because Star Wars fans are, Crazy. <clears throat> sorry to say, insane. Um, <laughs> so you've been on Twitter then. Before. I feel like I will get a lot of hate. There's no, okay, um, there's no matter no hate what my <laughs> from, from no one. You know, here's the hard thing. I couldn't tell you the name of one Star Wars movie. That's not true. I can tell you the names of them. I could not tell you the order of them. I could not tell you what happened in each one. I can tell you that I have seen all of them and that I really, really enjoy them. I feel like I know what happens all throughout the series. Is that what they call it? The saga. The saga. Thank you. But I, on, I truly, honestly couldn't tell you what my favorite one single movie is. Unless we're talking in the last, you know, 10 years, which... I feel like I would say probably the last one. The Rise of is that like... just because it was the last one that I watched and it, I mean, it struck a huge chord with me because we have daughters mm -hmm. and it was very um, female empowered. And well, that's almost the whole sequel trilogy. If I were to pick one for you, mm -hmm. it would probably be The Force Awakens. It's because mm -hmm. the introduction of Ray there, that was the first time. And also yeah. because we had that, movie going experience together right For sure. the, the return of star wars after a decade yeah which was huge to be able to do with you yeah and then we're going to get into this a little bit later because okay. you really embraced the that 2015 with collecting and all that too we're going to get into like what it's like living with a collector 
but that's why I, I have the most fondest memories pr- probably with you of The Force Awakens because yeah. we kind of went on that journey together and we're going on a very different journey at the exact same time mm-hmm. um, with our first daughter, right? Or getting, I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah, she was. So just, she was, she was born December 2014. Yeah, so she would, she'd have been just a, a year old. She was a year. And I think actually that was the first time that we went on a date and had a babysitter look after yeah. her <laughs> and it was well because then even with that too remember it was we were buying the tickets online we bought like 20 tickets mm-hmm. and you were rushing to get because that was when it was like mental this is the return of star wars we had everyone that we knew that had ever seen a Star Wars film wanted to come and see Star Wars with us. And everybody, I should note, wants to see it with Tim. Because, I mean, obviously Tim has his nerd room friends and um, people who kind of know him through this space and love him through this space. But we also have a lot of friends who aren't in the nerd room space and who, you know, went to university with us or grew up with us or know us in some way or another. And everybody just loves how excited Tim gets over all of this stuff. And is it, it's weird that I'm saying Tim and I'm talking to you <laughs> sitting right here. Everybody loves how excited you get over all of this stuff. And so that's the thing that I think is so cool is you know, all of our friends coming to you being like, hey, when are we seeing Star Wars? And yeah, I think they're excited about the movie and they care about the movie and they want to see it. But I think a huge thing is, is they care about how excited you are and they want to experience that with you, which I think is so cool that not only do you have, you know, friends in this space who want to be a part of it, but you've also given put that in other people's hearts as well and i think it's cool that people are feel like they can you know be a kid again and be excited and not have to be like secretly going to see star wars because it's a quote-unquote nerdy thing well that's something that's changed a lot i think even since like we've known each other is that at one point even i think when we first met it was like kind of okay to be a nerd but kind of not Mm-hmm. It was not that it was never okay. It was just every oh yeah, that's that's weird Star Wars stuff. But now, especially with the right like at the end of all this, last five years especially, it's totally turned on its head. And everyone, and that's really when I started to express this is who I am. This is the stuff I love. You can come down and see my room if you want. We're going to the like we had twenty people come see the Rise of Skywalker with us. Yeah, and we had the same group of people that went and saw the Force Awakens with us and saw Endgame and Infinity War and all that. It makes me feel good that people take excitement away from my excitement, my love for these universes, because I love sharing that with people. And that's part of the reason why we do this podcast is to share and grow and love these, these universes, these movies, these film franchises, comic books. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. So this next question here is going to be an interesting. One. I'm not very good at this whole lightning thing. Am I? No, it's great. <laughs> Who's your, what's your favorite DC film. Oi, none of them. <laughs> Sorry, Sunday. <laughs> Carlos, too. Oh. So it's it's okay to like it all. I know Sydney's always been a little bit of a, a bit of a Marvel gal. <laughs> you know? I don't, I mean honestly, like I'm not trying to fan the flame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One, I can't. To like, be honest with you, I don't even remember the last DC film that you've seen. I don't even know a dc movie that i've seen like i'm sure you've seen like the dark knight and... we i came and saw 
Batman vs Superman. Yes? No? I can't remember. I think I did. Maybe. And I think I walked out of there being like, what? Like, what? <laughs> um, my problem with DC is that they try to be Marvel. Is that a bad thing to say? My problem is that I feel like... And I could be completely wrong here because I only started watching Marvel and DC movies in the last 10 years. 11, 12 years that we've been together. Um, but when I see, and I couldn't tell you what movie it was, maybe it was Batman vs Superman, but I remember sitting in the theater and them trying to be kind of funny on the screen and I'm just like, no. And I, I think it's interesting because... You haven't seen any of the recent DC stuff? No. And I'd probably tend to agree with some of it with the older stuff, but some of the new stuff, they've kind of taken their own path. Mm-hmm. Like, well, something that we have to watch, it just came out as Joker. It's crazy. It's intense. Yes, and I mean, I want to see that so badly. It's yeah. um, clearly up for a lot of awards and winning a lot of awards, so I think I do need to see that. Yeah. Um, and Wonder Woman. I've heard incredible things about Wonder Woman, and I love Gal Gadot. I think that... Um, she is amazing, and I I definitely need to see her in that role. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. So I guess that's sort of on me that I need to see that. But yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny, too, because I, I make the time, and you allow me to have kind of the time, especially with the kids and all that, to go and see every single one of these films where a lot of the time – it's one or the other. Like I, I kind of go because it's, it's, we yeah, because this. I'm not going to go and you're <laughs> going to stay home. <laughs> and so Sid's missed out on some of the films. She usually comes to the big event films and most of the Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff. But, uh, the DC stuff is kind of usually like, oh, okay, I'll put that aside and I'll, I'll save my time. And it's even back when you know, when we're at home, we only have enough or limited time to watch films, you know, but time, by the time we get kids to bed and all that, everyone's exhausted. So, you know, the last thing that we're, we're going to is, you know, what's the next Marvel movie or DC movie that, because I don't think you've seen Far From Home. And to be honest with you, I think Endgame that you only saw on like, a, we're going to say maybe or maybe not a cam version. I don't know. <laughs> um, our daughter was born, what, a week a week before it came out Two weeks or before Endgame. something like that. So he <laughs> went to see it. I stayed home and he came home and was like, you need to see it. So, yes, I will not admit to anything but i may or may not have watched it on my laptop in bed with a baby um (laughs) two weeks old and didn't sleep yes (laughs) so i got one caveat here on on this episode guys i gotta say we're doing this on a saturday night and the kids are in bed they're asleep and so i just have to give a little (laughs) yeah sorry guys (laughs) anyways next question the lightning round my lovely wife. Have you ever read a comic book? I have read a comic book thanks to Sanjay, actually. I don't even know if oh, you remember yes. this. Yeah. But Sanjay at one point gave me a, what do you call it, when it's a whole bunch of comic trade. books in one. A trade. He gave me a trade of Why, why the Last Man. Yeah. And I loved it. And I don't know why I stopped reading it. I think it may have been when our first daughter was born um that he around then that he had given it to me i don't i don't remember you i don't remember be- why i stopped reading it but i truly well, enjoyed it. it to you i don't know i don't know why he gave it to me but i do remember having it i feel like i may have found it somehow like i may have been googling like what should i read kind of thing and it came up and then he said he had it 
it doesn't matter. Sanjay gave me this comic book <laughs> and I remember really liking it and I remember actually wanting to like continue to read it rather than just being like, oh, it's okay, whatever. Um, so that was my first, I guess, comic book. Oh, that is so was, not true. This is the, the here's um, the here comes the answer. I thought Archie she was comics. Say that. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. No, I lived on Archie comics when I was a kid. They were my favorite. And oh, a hundred percent. I loved Archie comics. And there was another comic. I don't remember what it was, but I feel like I can remember asking my mom for something when I was younger, but I don't know. So yes, Archie Comics, 100%. Why the Last Man? And then there was also, um, before we saw some movie, I don't even remember what, you you said, I think you need to read this comic. And it was like the one leading up to the movie. Oh, it might and, have been like a prelude or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and so I remember reading that, but I couldn't tell you what movie it was for. Or... Okay, okay, I like it, I like it. Okay, so... We've been doing this this podcast for X amount of episodes mm-hmm. for four years now. What was the last episode you actually listened to? Oh my God. <laughs> this is such a bad question to ask me. Um, it's okay because... What was the, the last one you recorded? <laughs> you didn't listen to that. I for sure listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But the question I have to ask you then, if you have listened to every episode, you've been a listener from day one, a supporter from day one, we can say for sure. Listen, I'm your biggest fan. I will always <laughs> biggest be your biggest doesn't. fan. However, I don't have a lot of time in my days. And you're not going to listen to me and try and send Here's the thing. Problem. I listen to you guys say all of these things all the time, just not <laughs> when you have microphones in your faces. This is true. This is true. So anyways, what's Sanjay's catchphrase his intro if you will oh this is my favorite thing in the world (laughs) and i'm sanji (laughs) there it is (laughs) she's a listener all right here's here's kind of a goofy question i need to listen to that back see if i did did it just i think you did good i think he usually gets a bit higher pitch because i can see on the monitor here not not quite there but it's you know for for a shot i'll work on it it's good it's good um this this is a question i have the probably the most serious question i'm going to ask you it's going to give me some insight and perspective as to what i need to do to myself here (laughs) Which Chris is best? Hemsworth, Evans, Pratt, or Pine? Ooh. I mean, you, this is when you need to pull them all up on a screen so I remember which one is which. <laughs> um, Ev- uh, Evans but my, is Captain America. Well, Thor is Hemsworth. Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord is Pratt. And one of the DC characters, Gal Gadot's man-friend. Okay, so not him. <laughs> um, but initially, my... Quick response was going to be Pratt because I just love him. I think he's hilarious and um, not just in the comic book space, but um, I love him as an actor and I think that he is very talented, very funny. And yes, however, I mean, if we really like dig deep here, Chris Hemsworth has an accent. Oh, yeah. So that really just kind of pulls me in that direction you know (laughs) yeah i mean i've seen pictures of him and his family at the beach and i i'm just saying i wouldn't be like mad if he was my friend (laughs) me neither (laughs) i want to be friends with him too i think my my favorite chris is chris evans of course yeah he just has a special place in your heart he does he always will you know you got me uh, actually it's funny enough a couple of uh, i think it was two 
maybe three Christmases ago, Sid got me a signed picture of Evans and Hemsworth that resides here in the nerd room, one of my favorite pieces, framed up here. Absolutely love it. So, okay, but we'll say Hemsworth. Nah, I think it's got to... I think my ultimate decision has to be Pratt. He was my... Your gut. He was the one, he was my gut instinct. Pratt's a good guy. I mean, he kind of goes between doughy and not doughy, so I can I can live in that space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get down to some of the nuts and bolts questions here. Some of the things that I think people might want to listen to when talking about nerd kind here. When did you realize that I was this person? So we've been together twelve years or so. When we first met, this isn't the first thing that I told you about myself. I didn't have a nerd room at that time. I didn't even have really any of my action figures or anything like that with me when we first met. I lived in a house with five people and this wasn't top of mind even for me at that time. It was something that I'd always kept back there. All my figures and stuff were at my parents' place still. You know, I just freshly moved out west and yeah, I can't even remember myself when I first kind of really exposed it. I feel like one day I wasn't and the next day I had a room in the house that we had just bought full of stuff do you kind of do you recall that moment when you're like whoa this is uh this is more than even just a hobby this is almost a lifestyle (laughs) to some degree i mean the short answer is no i don't remember um but the long answer is that i don't think it was a light switch i don't think it was a night and day kind of thing i think that and you spoke about earlier how you know it, it used to be kind of taboo to be a nerd and now it's kind of become a cool thing and I think part of that is just because we've grown up and I think maybe once you get to be a certain age you kind of go like listen this is who I am this is um what I like and I'm happy to share that with the world and I think that when we first started dating I was still in university you were newly working and you were You never hid it from me that you liked Star Wars and Marvel. Marvel, But Marvel wasn't even a huge thing in your life at that point. Um, But you never hid it from me that you liked Star Wars. Um, And definitely when we first started dating, it was a question like, have you ever seen Star Wars? And, um, And I had here and there, but I definitely hadn't seen all of them. And... Um, in your mind, I hadn't seen them in the right order. And (laughs) (laughs) so, no, I mean, I don't, I remember when we started dating, knowing that you were a fan of Star Wars. Um, I can remember, and I don't know if this is something you're going to ask me in a minute, but I can remember when you first, when you finally sat me down and said, okay, here we need to watch Star Wars and we watched them all. And then even when we moved in together, I don't really remember you having really anything that was really nerdy. It wasn't until, and I don't know why this opened up your, I guess it just kind of opened back up the door to the nerd room um, was when Avengers first came out. Very on brand. Thanks. (laughs) When Avengers first came out, I can remember, and this was back when it really was a midnight showing the night before. And we, I have a picture on my Instagram of me wearing one of your Avengers shirts and you were wearing an Avengers shirt and we're all dressed up and were you wearing that one? This exact one I have on. That's hilarious. Um, and 
it was literally, we were, it was 1130 at night and we were getting ready to go to the movie. And I think that that just sparked something within you that you kind of went like, I love this and I want it to be a part of my life. And you started to collect figures from that movie. And then the next time we were at your parents, you brought home some of your old Star Wars stuff. Do you remember that? So one one Christmas or it was Thanksgiving or something like that, we had flown back to my parents. And I think this is after we had bought our first house. And I still had... We saw Avengers in our house. Yeah, yeah. And I still had, from traveling a lot with work, I had a ton of points. And so we were able to upgrade all the time. And I had the ability to bring like four bags home. And I brought four totes full of action figures and posters and just random stuff. That was, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Because that's really when it all started to happen. But I, I think it was, I think it was Avengers that sparked that in you that went was. like, all right, I, I really love this and I want it to be in my life. And so, yeah, so then you brought those home. And again, it didn't feel like, I don't remember being like, whoa, this is a lot of stuff because for me, and I guess this is a shout out to spouses out there that when you when you see your husband or your partner or your wife or whomever, when you see that kind of joy and that excitement in their faces and in the way that they speak, um, you get excited too. And it it became something that I wanted to love, that I loved and I loved for you because it was so special to you and I could just see from the way that you would speak about it and the way that you would get excited about it that you loved it and that made me so happy and so it was never a holy crap who is this weird guy it was (laughs) like wow this is awesome that he has something that he loves this passionately and that he you know can use as a little step away from reality and I think everybody needs that and I think that it's I I always just thought it was really awesome and then it just kind of escalated from there and I've I've always loved it I think that it's a great release that you have in your life and it's uh I mean did I ever think I'd be sitting in a real nerd room when I started calling your stuff the nerd room. Um, We're going to get to that in a minute. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I got to, I got to say to build on that a little bit, that Avengers thing, because that's really it for me. Avengers that build up to the event style film, because 2011, do you remember we, we always go on vacation in, in July. We always drive out to this place. We've been going, you've been, your family's been going there for, for decades and we go out every single year and we we're driving out. It was, it's about a 10 hour drive or so. And so we were kind of, we pit stopped on the way. And I remember oh, we, yeah. st- we sat, remember in a very specific town. And I said, look, Captain America, the first Avenger, this was the last film before Avengers. I said, this was the July of 2011. I said, we have to go see it. We got a hotel across from a movie theater, walked over and watched Captain America, the first Avenger. And that was when, at the end of that film, I believe, was the first teaser trailer for Avengers. 
And that's my whole world changed because we went to even the, the town we go to vacation had an old bookstore. And so I was in there digging through. That was the first time I was digging through long boxes. Mm-hmm. All that, like, that's what spurred it all for me is in 2011, 12. And it was really the build to Avengers. It's the first time I actually started following the production of film and set photos and leaks and trailers and even that Super Bowl, February yep. 2012. I remember we sat with all of our friends and everyone was football, football. And I was like, everyone, shut up. <laughs> the Avengers, the first Avengers trailer, like it's coming on. You know, the one that wasn't the kind of this teaser that had 10 minutes of, of footage that they had ever filmed that was shoved into a trailer. But that, that was really it. And Yeah, we, and I can remember that we, so the drive, let's call it 10 hours. We were two hours from our destination. Yeah. And, but... Two hours from our destination was the only, you know, kind of bigger movie theater. The town that we go to had one of those really, really old rickety seat theaters at the time. And anywhere between here and there, there was nothing. So I can remember us driving and stopping there kind of for the specific reason that we needed to stop and watch this movie before we spent two weeks in a town where there wasn't, you know, a larger scale movie theater. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. I can, I remember that. was that. a ton of fun, ton of fun. Now you alluded to the, to the idea of, of the nerd room and, and where that came from. And I don't know how many people out there actually know that Sydney coined the term, the nerd room. This is uh, so we, we bought this house and this is the first time that, we like we lived in a one bedroom house. Well, we yeah, we lived in a one bedroom condo, and then we lived in a one bedroom flat in London, England. Yes, and then we moved back from there, and we bought this house, and it had rooms. We didn't have kids, nothing, and so I took the smaller of the rooms, and I said, I'm gonna build something in here, and I started putting some shelves up and posters up, and this is where the comic books resided, and it became my space. It was still a spare bedroom, but. It was then that, can you remember coining that term, actually referring to it? Because at first I was really hesitant. I didn't love... You didn't like it at first. I didn't like it because I thought it was it was pointing out something that I wasn't 100% comfortable mm-hmm. talking to people about yet. And you'd, go say, you'd say, go check out the nerd room. And I was kind of like, yeah, I don't call it, like, maybe like we can call it just a room or something like that. Well, I think it was in the... This makes me sound like old, but it was at the height of man caves yes. <laughs> season. Um, it Everyone had man caves and it was this thing. And I think that for you, the term man cave was cooler or you weren't, you know, calling yourself a nerd. And I mean, now it's evident just by who the I t-shirts am. that you wear every day <laughs> um but no i think that it made you uncomfortable you didn't really like 100%. it at first I, and I, I just that. yeah i just kind of pushed it i guess i i thought it was kind of funny and i thought that like why not why can't you own that you know it's this is something that you love if people aren't going to accept that then who cares you yeah. know um so no, I mean, I don't remember the very first time that I ever called it that, but I can remember you being a little bit squeamish about it. What, I can fully admit 100% yeah. I did not like it at first. No. And I think it wasn't until 
which is weird, but I think it wasn't until I gave you the eviction notice yeah. that you really embraced it for some reason. Right. Well, and so I've spoken about the eviction notice, I think, before on the podcast, but maybe elaborate on that, like what was going through your head at that point. So in our in our house, we had three bedrooms on the um, upper floor, and uh, the one bedroom was obviously ours. The other bedroom was a guest bedroom. Um and we have our parents come out often and we kind of still needed a guest bedroom. And so this third bedroom that was the nerd room um, needed to be the nursery. And so when I found, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> when I found out I was pregnant, I had this whole plan before I even knew I was pregnant that if one day we were lucky enough to get pregnant, that I would create this eviction notice for Tim. And so I basically just posted this notice on his door and it said something along the lines of, you know, this room is required for baby. You have 90 days to exit the premises. Oh no, I said you have 90 days to finish the basement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it said, you know, it if you do not exit within 90 days, then baby has the right to poop, pee, barf, <laughs> whatever, all over anything that remains in the room. So I remember this like it was yesterday. <laughs> she called me up almost. And sometimes when, when my wife calls, mm -hmm. I don't know if they have people experience the same thing, <laughs> but she calls and has this like slight tone of panic. Well, because I'm trying to play it cool. Yeah. Like I'm like trying to surprise you here. And so if I go like, like, come here, I have something exciting to show you. That's different than like, Tim. That's what it was like. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know what it was going on. So I sprint upstairs. And what was the line you used? Oh, I was just, because I used to remember I used to say, hey, come into my room and see how cool I am. No, you would say, hey, say, come here for a sec. And then I would come and you would be like, check out how cool I am. <laughs> and you would, he would show me his nerd room. He would show me some like new shelf that he'd put up or a new figure that he had gotten or whatever. And, but that was his thing is like, let me show you how cool I am. Or have you seen how cool I am lately? Yeah. And so I come up and she goes, oh, it's just checking out how cool you were. And I honestly said, I said, off. <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and then this thing was posted on the door. And I remember looking at it and reading it and being like, oh, hey, what? <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was crazy that that moment is so inherently connected to the nerd room. Mm -hmm. like, and like every house that we've lived in since then has had a nerd room. There was nerd room version one, then there was the basement. And then we went into a rental for a while and there's a nerd room there and then there's nerd room here. And it's it's been a fixture in our household even to the point now where our oldest wants her own nerd room. <laughs> like, it's it's a thing. That... It means we're going to need a lot more bedrooms in our next house. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Because, and that's, and then the embracing of the nerd room, I finally, it took me a long time to actually mm -hmm. embrace the idea of it. But then we owned it, and then that's when I met Sunjay, and it kind of just became, of course, that's what we're going to call this podcast, the nerd room. It's your space, and that's the whole idea of it, is everyone has their own nerd room, and everyone's welcome, and it's about making it that making you comfortable in your own space whether it's dc marvel whatever i don't care what you like but everyone has their own space and and that's what we love so much about this now speaking about how much you've influenced the room itself not only giving it its name but uh you also played matchmaker a little bit <laughs> <laughs> with uh with with troy and i mm -hmm. at one point so 
without Sydney and Troy's wife. Yes, of course, of course. It's uh, without the two of them playing playing matchmaker here with Troy and I. We not only wouldn't have a name, but we might not have a podcast because <laughs> the two of them met and thought, okay, we're gonna set we're gonna set our husbands up a little bit here. You know, it, it became kind of this weird space where you both had these husbands that were super nerdy that kind of kept it a little bit cool. I mean, I didn't even know the extent of Troy's nerdiness until much later, I think. So what happened was um, I had just met Troy's wife um, a little while before that. And I went to their apartment for the first time to hang out with her. And I noticed that there was a framed Spider-Man comic book on the wall, along with some a Nicki Minaj picture that you'll have to ask Troy about it. Um, and um, I turned to her and I said, is your husband a nerd too? And she was like, oh yeah, he loves Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, we'll have to set them up. And she was like, absolutely. And so I think we planned a dinner initially that we could all get together Um so that you guys could meet each other. And then, yeah, I guess the rest was kind of history. And now it is phenomenal. You guys listen to, you guys as in the audience, listens to Tim and Troy and Sanjay and Carlos or whoever speak for, what, two hours every week? You but, listen every week, so you know. Oh, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it is incredible that these two three four men can be in a room together sometimes you know three times a week and they still have stuff to talk about (laughs) and they don't stop talking (laughs) and it just blows my mind i've never ever seen two people who can just have continuous conversation no breaks no you know, like awkward moments for a second of what should we talk about next? It just is unbelievable how you guys can t- sit and talk to each other and watch babies at the same time and <laughs> eat dinner at the same time. And it does not stop. That's why we put, just way. put mics in front of ourselves and added a little structure to it <laughs> every single Tuesday. So one thing I always say, and, and Troy and Sanjay and I, always talking about is how accepting and supportive of what we do here every week. So we've recorded every single Tuesday for the most part for the better part of four years now. And this is something that, you know, we, we try not to take away any family time or anything like that. We record a little later on Tuesdays and that, but it's something that I have to thank you for is that realistically, like seriously, we, we just rolled our eyes at me. <laughs> we, this is something that, we all love to do and it's a great excuse and it's something that's set in everyone's calendar and it's it's something that we use as our, our escape as you mentioned before that these universes we do that but sitting down here is kind of like that zen moment for me right it, it breaks up the week a little bit it gives me a bit of a foundation it just provides me this and it's awesome that you guys are able to embrace that and accept that and support that every single week and giving us that time that space to 
to do this, to have that creative outlet. Because in the absence of that, I, like, I, I spend so much time thinking about all this, not only the podcast, but nerd. I'd, I'd be such a nuisance to you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd be a nuisance to me, but I do believe that this is your release. And I think that you and all of you, I think you kind of... You know, if I were to go to the spa one day and I would come home and go like, oh, I feel so good. I just feel relaxed. I was able to turn my brain off and just, you know, kind of let it all go. And I think that by turning your brain on to nerd, you're turning your brain off of work and family and friends and anything else that's going on in your life that may you know is obviously wonderful but also adds some stress and busyness and you know at this point everybody around this table usually has two kids and it's hard and it's tiring and it's time consuming and so for you to be able to have that time and like you say you don't usually impede on family time um you guys are amazing at kind of doing this once the kids are asleep and all that um but I think that's your spa that's your okay like I just was able to relax and I was able to shut all of that other stuff off and I was able to just focus on this something that I love and I and it has made me calm and it gives me that reset and I, I believe that for your and everyone's mental health, something like that is so important. Yeah. And I think that it you need it. And there are times where I know you come home and you're hesitant to ask me like, oh, can I record tonight if it's an extra episode? Or I mean, even for tonight, when initially the guys were going to come over and record, like I can, I can feel that hesitation in your voice of you saying is it okay if we record on Saturday night this week, you know? And my answer, and I think I can speak for all of the guys' wives here, is, is unless we have plans, of course, is always going to be yes. Because you guys need this in order to just be able to, you know, re- move on with the rest of your week and, and handle the week ahead. But also if you weren't talking to them about it, you would want to talk to me about it. (laughs) (laughs) This is selfish. (laughs) No, I mean, I love talking to you about it. And I know that we do talk about it a lot. And we, um, especially after a movie or something or leading up to a movie, but I obviously can't offer that same perspective that these guys can, that they know so much more than I know and will ever know. Um, And, and they have that same passion and, it is, it's so exciting to talk to someone when you share the same passion mm-hmm. and you get that, you know, you almost get that heart beating a little bit faster. You speak a little bit faster. You speak a little bit louder. Um, you get excitement when someone shares a passion with you. And um, it, I know that I can't provide that. And so for you to have these men around you who are, so involved and so excited and so passionate at the same time as you to me I can't I can't give that to you and I'm so so grateful that you have them 
to be able to do that. Yeah. And I think that whether it is collecting or nerd kingdom, what do you call it? Nerddom? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, you know, or it's knitting and crocheting and whatever. I think that every partner needs to have some sort of release and some sort of time where they just get to go, like, I'm not thinking about all of that. I'm not thinking about my responsibilities right now. I'm thinking about something that is fun for me. Yeah. And is relaxing and calming. And this was probably a way too long-winded answer. But I think that if you're talking about spouses and living with somebody who does something like collecting, I think it's so important that it is something that you embrace and um you never want to let it overwhelm your life um but I mean we've been very lucky that it doesn't and hasn't and I just think that it's important yeah I'd have to agree with you it's it's having that that release and you know that's one of the reasons we put the podcast together is that we could share that time we could carve out that time but also it's, it's that extension to the community and that, you know, you've seen me on Twitter sometimes like going mental and you're like, what are you doing? Like, who are you talking to? Not see. sometimes. Literally <laughs> every five minutes of the day, his phone is zzz, 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 zzz. And I'm like, what is happening? Oh, it's just Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter's the best. No, it's, it's where <laughs> we found and built this, this, this community around the podcast and that, and it's exactly that is that, you know, we have the podcast and we release this and we have tried to pull in listeners and people like-minded people to give us that release as well and but also to have them have a space that they can come to, into the nerd room right to have that release that 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 time that hour and a half a week where they can come and enjoy nerd with us have those conversations and then extend those conversations into twitter and all that and that's that's something that that we love that we've been able to experience this and and found some really great people to share all of this with. i absolutely love it for sure. And I think, too, the people that you've met through doing this has been unbelievable. Just, I mean, people that you've met through Twitter or through, no. you know, Instagram or whatever it is that you don't know them face to face, but you know them via social media. And I think it's incredible. I think that no matter where you are in the world, you can find people that you can relate to. And no. I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's funny you say that because it's like, I met all the Commonwealth guys, right? Through through Twitter and mm -hmm. through podcasts and all that. And Sid knows Rob Cass. Sid knows those Kyle from Tumbling Saber because I've podcasted on the floor. And it's so funny, but like, I've never I've never met these guys in real life. But I talk to most of them on a daily basis. And even Carlos, who we've just met over the past year or so. It's become this really cool thing that I have, you know, three really great friends that has really been founded on the uh, really truly on a foundation of nerd. 100%. And, and it's crazy to think about that. Mm -hmm. it, it's pretty wild. Now, let's talk let's talk about so you're talking about embracing nerd, embracing all that and collecting. And a big thing that comes with that is the actual collection. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're looking around here at the craziness of the reno here in the nerd room right now that's going on that's consumed way too much of my time. <laughs> but how how do you embrace that collecting? When you sit around here you're seeing Funko Pops figures, Pez, everything. And like I said earlier, you've actually contributed some of the biggest pieces to that. So is there a line for you in collecting? Is there is something too much? And I, I'm going to say 
know for you because <laughs> you've brought me some of the craziest thing. And I'm going to ask you a specific story on this in a minute here. But can you just elaborate some of your thoughts on when you see me bring home Black Series or Marvel Legends or Funko Pops or when we're out on the hunt, you know, as, as we uh, termed it here. And you're very, very much aware of that when we go into whatever store and I dip over to the toy aisle. <laughs> just real quick. I just got to take one quick, quick jump over there. And um, you can actually elaborate too on that, uh, on what we used to call it <laughs> as, a, as a cover for what I was actually doing. <laughs> yeah. So we, we used to walk into a, you know, toy store, or big box shop or whatever and and we just kind of look at each other and I'd say, oh, I want to, you know, go look at this. And he'd say, okay, I'm just going to go check out the oil shop if that's okay. And I think that just kind of speaks to when you first started. Well, oil shop makes no sense either. No, <laughs> it makes no sense. But it was like, you know, I need to be going and doing something that's stereotypically masculine. And <laughs> I want to, um, I'm not going to say I'm going to go check out the toy section which we're not allowed to call them toys they're figures <laughs> and so yeah no I mean that was I think that was a one-time funny thing that then we just thought was funny that yeah. and we continued to like say to it. this day I think I said it the we, other day yeah or today even. today <laughs> yeah no I mean for me I mean there there isn't necessarily a line in terms of what you're buying or how you're buying it or, you know, how many different figures you want to collect or anything like that. I mean, I think that every couple you do sort of need to make some sort of acknowledgement about the money that is spent on... on Plastic. (laughs) Plastic, yes. But... Um, no, I mean, there are, there are some very, very, very expensive things that you can buy. And there are, you know, if you're looking at, I'm looking here at one specific, I guess, line of Star Wars figures from, what is that all from one movie or? It's a New Hope. It's a, we're looking at the New Hope vintage card back six <laughs> inch boxers. Um, so there's what, four, eight, 12 figures there. So what do they go for? 20, 30 bucks a pop? 30. <laughs> 30 bucks a pop. So, I mean, there's quite a bit of money in collecting. And so I do, I strongly believe that um, you need to obviously stay within your own personal budget and that sort of thing but for me um you know we have we have had that talk and we do um I know and you do kind of respect any boundaries that we've kind of created there I'm also a frugal collector (laughs) for sure which which I believe has changed in the last little while but that's a whole another topic I'm less frugal or more frugal you're more frugal now way more frugal now but I mean, I I sort of feel like a broken record in saying this, but when you come home with a new figure or, you know, a new something or usually like a little lot of of things, especially if it's hard to find things that you've kind of hunted for for a while or if it's, you know, like a an expo that you've gone to that you did had to like really dig around and you got some good deals and stuff. When you come home and I see that look on your face and you're so excited to show me what you got, there's nothing like that. Like for me, I don't have anything like that. I'm not a collector. I'm not a, um, 
I don't know, I'm hobbyist. a hobbyist, <laughs> I guess. I mean, obviously I have things in my life that I love, but it, not in this way. And so for me, I look at it and I go, that is so awesome. That is so cool that he has something that, you know, you're constantly looking for and you're constantly on the hunt. And even I've gotten into it, and I don't know if this is something we're talking about now or later, but... Um, you know, there, I get excitement out of it. Like there have been times where, you know, I'm on at home with our, with our daughter when she was young and, um, I, like a figure or what are those ones from the Disney store? The uh, heavy selects. ones. Or not selects, um, elite series. No, the yeah Marvel diecast. Yeah, the diecast elite diecast. Thank you. Um, so the diecast ones they were coming out what once a week. Yeah, and they're doing the special draws and all that. Yeah, and they were doing draws. Yeah, I remember that. So, her and I would go, little tiny baby in her stroller, and we would get to the Disney store at like half an hour before it opened, and we would line up with all the other nerd guys, and I would be like the only little like mom with my stroller and it would be these men and women who are so excited and I'm just like I don't really know what I'm doing but I'm just here to hopefully get this for my husband (laughs) and they would open the store and the excitement that is in the air and then you know everybody gets to fill out a form and they put it in the the box and they pull out of the hat and these are the people who get to buy them and that feeling of getting like your name or number or whatever it is called I'm like I won like and what did I win I won the opportunity to give them my money in order to (laughs) buy something but it's exciting and even you mean like around the holidays and that when I know that there's certain things that you've been looking at for me to get to go in and and kind of hunt around a little bit or you know if I need to run to a store for another reason you know I'm going to Toys R Us to buy a birthday present for a kid or something I will a hundred percent of the time wander into the Star Wars Marvel section and and look around and I will call Tim and usually he's like in a meeting at work or something I dip out every time and I'll say okay so they've got uh, Legends series, this one, this one, this one. Nope, got it, got it, got it. Okay, they've got this and this and this. Nope, got it. No, nope, I'm not collecting those ones. And I love it. For me, it's something that I can take part in, but also I just, I love watching you and your excitement. And even, I'm Tim mentioned, and I'm sure you've seen on Twitter and Instagram and that, that he's doing a little reno of the nerd room. And it's like, what, maybe a week ago, Tim got this idea in his mind where he wanted to um, build these shelves. And guess what? We're sitting in the nerd room with these amazing shelves that have been built. And they're getting all set up with all of his stuff. And it's just, it's so cool to me that this stuff is from, honestly, all over the world we you've you've been collecting everywhere that we've ever gone yeah um it's from all over the world it's from all different times of life there are things that he got when he was a kid there are things that we have found everywhere and i just think it's awesome i think that 
yes, I'm sure there is a line somewhere. And I'm sure that that line for people is different. It's funny because I think my line and your line are different. In the in the sense that yeah. my line is further away yes. than your line. Yeah. I, yeah, 100%. We go to a store and there are six figures that he's like, oh, this is the new line. And they just came out. I'm like, do you have them? And no. I'm like, well, get them. He's like, I'm just going to get this one and this one. I'm like, what are you talking about? You need You need them all. <laughs> and so he definitely reins me in almost. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think my line is further along than your line is (laughs) and you know speaking about that line so the line was crossed years ago actually our wedding day Ooh, yeah i crossed the line so i want to hear in a a very good and very positive way so i've told this story before uh, on the podcast here about i have a copy of avengers number one and it's probably my prized possession and this is something that my wife here bought me for our wedding. And the one story that I don't even think I've, we've talked about about not in years is the other side of this. I remember getting it, my best man giving it to me and being like, what just happened here? <laughs> like, like I gave, I gave her a nice diamond necklace, kind of the very traditional thing that the, the husband does, exchanged the gifts. I went with jewelry and... I got an exchange of comic book <laughs> and it's a graded Avengers number one. I could not believe what I was looking at, what I was actually holding. And there's a funny story, like my best man the night before, Sydney gave it to him and said, you give this to Tim, but you do not, do not lose it. Do not leave your room <laughs> open. And he had it like locked in a closet with a chair jammed against it. <laughs> well, at the time this was, and I don't know, I'm sure is it, it still is probably your most expensive piece. It is 100%. Yeah. And so at the time I was like he doesn't have anything this expensive. Like he we we need to keep this safe. Like if somebody if this is lost, the world is over. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I remember I mean kind of jokingly telling him that I would kill him if he <laughs> lost it, but he took it pretty seriously. So how did you, how did you decide and how did you source this book it's like you're walking in you've read why the last man i don't even think at this point you read archie and jughead for your whole life and now someone is trying to tell you that you need to pay you know whatever way like you know way beyond what you'd pay for any really anything this amount of money for this book from 1963 that is yellowed that is torn that is <laughs> it's it's definitely worn it's not torn no it's 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 definitely it's a graded at a 4.5 and so you guys can you know for those that know grading you can understand that it's not in mint shape it's faded but i love it like this it's like the way i like my vintage stars action figures i like them more like mm-hmm. i would not change that book now it has a, a very deep and to me a very personal story to it but uh, how did you go about buying something like that with almost no knowledge <laughs> well that was the problem i had no knowledge um and i honestly i don't even remember when or why i decided that that's what i was gonna get you i think that like i said i love you i love the fact that you collect and i think that um that was a time where you weren't necessarily embracing the nerd culture to its full extent and i think that that was kind of a um it was, I guess, sort of the transitional phase. Yeah, um, We got married in 2013, and so Avengers had already come out. You were definitely gearing up towards, 
you're collecting. I mean, you weren't in full nerd force, but you were definitely getting there. And I think that we had just, you also were just starting to really collect comic books. Yeah. Um, and so I can remember, I, there's this funny thing in, in, uh, our relationship where you, and you acknowledge it so I can talk about it. Um, (laughs) I, have this way of making you, you know, kind of do things <laughs> or come up with ideas that you think you've come up with on your own, but I've really already came up with that decision. She and I... Jedi mind tricks me <laughs> into most of my decisions. So I also have this way of, I guess, like asking you questions without you knowing that I'm asking you specifically about something. Um, and you asked me earlier about how I buy presents. And I think you'll ask me, I think you have a question to ask me later, but, um, that, I mean this, a lot of times I ask you very specific questions about very specific items and you have no idea that I'm asking you about (laughs) very specific items. Um, and so I, I remember having, and not vividly, but I remember having a conversation about, comic books and you know which ones are your favorite and what's the like ultimate I could never I probably will never own this comic book and um you know to you I think what you thought oh we're just having a conversation she's interested in what I'm doing and to me I was going like which one do I buy (laughs) so how do I figure this out um so I figured it out. I decided that I was getting Avengers number one and I was, I didn't really know where to go from there. Uh, and so I turned to good old eBay and is that where I got it? eBay? No, I think you, you got it on the auction site if I remember. And remember you had contacted Sunny and you said you, cause I know you were talking to Sanjay about <laughs> I was talking to Sanjay, um, trying to figure out, I wonder if I even... No, Sanjay doesn't have Facebook. It wouldn't have been on Facebook. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I remember... Was it an auction site or was it... I honestly don't remember. I have no idea. What I do remember is that I waited too long to purchase it. And I um, was already... So we got married in a city that is not where we currently live. And I was already in that city, um, meaning that we were getting quite close to our wedding date. And I finally, I, I believe I was going between two different ones. And that's what Sanjay was helping me with was, do I get this one that is, you know, a little bit better quality, but it's like double the price? Or do I get this one that's a little bit lower quality, but it's got... I mean, still a large price tag on it, but um, it's a little not, it's not as crazy, I guess, was the thing. Um, So anyways, we made that decision. I said to the guy, I need it as soon as possible. And I told him that it was shipping to Canada. And he said, I can't ship to Canada. And I went, what do you mean? And this was like, (laughs) I've never heard this. This was... I don't even know how long we had been talking and going back and forth about this and, you know, like how fast can you ship? And if you ship this fast, it's, and I was like, I swear I told him that he was shipping to Canada. 
Anyways, it turns out that he would not and could not ship to Canada. So my mother and I, thankfully, she lives pretty close to a U.S. border. We got it shipped to the States. We drove across the border. We picked up the comic book. We brought it back over. And... um, I've literally never heard this story. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't... He... Or... I don't remember if it was that he for sure wouldn't or that he couldn't ship it fast enough. Mm. Um, but it was some, anyways, we ended up having to drive over the border, pick it up. Um, and yeah, we brought it home and I put it in a big box so that you wouldn't know what it was. And I just, I so badly wish that I could have been there when you opened it. It was like jaw dropping. It was it was one of those things that, and you have a tendency that you've done this in the past too, where it's something I would literally never buy that for myself ever, not mm-hmm. in a million years. And I think you pride yourself on that. I think that's why I wanted to get it Yeah. because I wanted you to get something that was so special that you would a never forget and b like there are certain things that you know, you would love to have that you would just be like, would be the pride of your nerd room kind of thing. Um, And, but that's where the line comes in, where you go, no, I like, I just can't, that's not in my budget for this year or whatever. Um, So for me to be able to, you know, almost use a different, like if, we uh, before the holidays and stuff like that we always talk and say this is how much we're spending on each other for this year and so for me to be able to then go like okay I'm going to use a good chunk of this to buy this thing that he would never spend that money on one item but I know that once he's got this one item he's going to be so happy and he's going to love it and it's going to be one of the best parts of his nerd room um so I love and this is a selfish thing because I love to see you um, and your happiness when I'm able to cross that line. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you cross that line. Yeah. For <laughs> well, you. Yeah, for me, right? That's that's selfish. But it's, it's funny because the book itself, not like we don't really talk about in any great depth about the cost or the worth of a collection because it's a very personal thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't put a dollar a monetary amount, but on that you can. Mm-hmm. And it's quadrupled in price since since you bought it. <laughs> I make so, good investments. Yeah, great investment. It's never <laughs> leaving my possession. I may be buried yeah. with it someday, uh, which I'm okay with. So, <laughs> But okay, we're this has been a ton of fun and we're going to have to do this again yeah. and maybe bring one of the other spouses in, into the room or have more of these conversations because I think it provides a, a great insight. And this is, you know, we don't frequently dip into some of the more personal stuff. And this has been a very personal episode for, for both myself and my wife here. But I want to leave somewhat of a lasting impression here on the partners, on the spouses in that. So can you impart any advice for a spouse, for a partner and with regards to how you've embraced the, the passion, how you tolerate it, and kind of why you tolerate, you know, we, we often joke about the addiction, the plastic anxiety, the hunts, the, the dip in here and there, because we, we got to get out there and we got to fill these spaces. 
Um, do you want do you want to leave anyone with any sort of lasting advice here? Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think I've I've kind of already said it, but I think that you really have to truly embrace it. Um, I think that once you stop, you know, getting frustrated or um, feeling like your spouse is, you know, spending too much time or too much money or whatever, I think that you need to sit down and you need to say, okay, listen, I love that you have something that you love so deeply and so passionately. And, you know, I think that let's carve out one night a week or one to two nights a week where you can just have that time just to yourself, just to, you know, do this for yourself or together. If it's, if you're a couple who loves to collect together, um, but you don't necessarily always have that time, it's like date night, you know, you, you, in order to make your relationship better, you carve out that time for date night. You say, okay, once a week, once a month, once every two weeks, whatever it is for you as a couple, you have this date night. And so I think it's the same mentality. You need to carve out that one night a week for us. We say it's one night a week where each of us can do whatever we want. And that might be, you know, going out with your friends. That might be going out for a dinner. That might be laying in bed and watching crappy TV. Um, (laughs) Not that I do that. But... I think that you have to just embrace it and give your partner the chance to fully embrace it themselves because once you embrace it and you relax a little about it, then they're also going to relax a little about it and they're going to be able to truly uh, have that, you know, like I spoke about before, that spa moment and that's going to reset them for the week and that's going to give them the ability to be a better person in all facets of life outside of nerddom that is going to make your life better in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I think as soon as you let go of, you know, you're spending too much time playing with toys and you say you have something that you're passionate about that is really I don't know I mean I I just have so much respect for you and your love of this world because I think that it's something that you can I mean I mean I feel like I'm saying the exact same thing over and over again but you can flip that switch yeah you can turn it off you can you know um but I think it's like for me, it's it's been about the balance of it all, right? Mm-hmm. And it's being open and honest with you about the collecting, especially. And real open and honest, though. Are you sure? Because did you tell them the story about the holidays? <laughs> about the holiday? Sometimes I sneak things in here <laughs> once in a while. We our family has a little bit of a rule where um, about a month before the holidays, you're supposed to be cut off. From purchasing things. But that's what we did and... to the holiday toy drive this year. But I did buy myself some stuff. Yes. So <laughs> um, a few packages came to the door and I went like, hmm, I don't think that... I thought Tim said he was done buying presents. And 
And so I said, I asked him what came to the door and he said, oh, just like I were, I don't even remember what excuse you gave me, but little did Tim know that our (laughs) Amazon account had popped up on my phone and said, your six inch something figure was delivered to the door with a little photo of it. And I said, oh, really? Something for me? Hmm." Well, (laughs) the odd time. The deals are just too good on Amazon <laughs> to pass up, even if it is mid-holidays. It's fine. It's funny because my oldest, she was leaning over my shoulder the other day, and I was on Amazon scrolling through the, uh, I think, Marvel Legends Black Series, and she kind of wanders over and goes, oh, so I see you're shopping for yourself, and then walks away. <laughs> I was like, what? She's so <laughs> she's uh yeah she's a crazy cat but she also does embrace that and i think going back to the point about about balance and that discussion is that it's important to have those discussions right it's uh, yeah once in a while i might hide the odd two-pack <laughs> of marvel legends from you but all in all you know you, you're fully fully aware and you know we it's because it, sometimes you think about it's it's the financial end of things right you don't want it burdening or you don't want to spend you know x amount of dollars that that affects a mortgage payment or a car payment or something like that and it's just making sure everyone's in tune and i think that's the thing that's the biggest piece of advice that you and i can both probably give is talk yeah sit down and talk about it if you're a spouse who is frustrated with your spouse's collecting sit down and talk about it if you're a spouse who is collecting who is frustrated that your partner is not you know um embracing this part of your life then sit down and talk about it you need to um you need to be open and honest about it because I don't think that if you were as open and honest as you are that I would quite understand how much of a release this is for you you know um and I think that I mean not to get so deep or anything but in this day and age there is so much that goes on in this world and for someone to have that little bit of time where you're not thinking about stress and you're not thinking about hardships and you're not thinking about you know how your child hasn't slept in 48 hours (laughs) (laughs) um that makes the world of a difference and and having people in your life that relate to you on this level and friends that you maybe never have met before but you know through this universe is so special because you don't know if that you know that new friend that you made on twitter you might be their only friend and just to be able to have that time and to be able to you know, give yourself to something for an allotted amount of time or whatever it is throughout the week is just so huge, I think. And I think that it's, it's so special what you guys have and have the ability and the chance to sit here and talk and relate to people that you've never met before. Um, I think it's, I think it's an incredible thing. And I think you just, you kind of just need to embrace it to a certain extent. Yeah. And then well, that's where the communication with everything comes in, right? And that like, you know, builds on a healthy relationship. We're not here to impart relationship advice, but in the in the Stay the, tuned to our new marriage yes, advice right, podcast. Right. <laughs> when they, yeah, it's it's more about 
how you know we spent 12 years together and i've been doing this for the whole time in some capacity or another and it's you know you're able to provide that that perspective that insight from the the spells of the partner point of view and hopefully you guys have enjoyed this you know we'll definitely have sydney back here on the podcast at some point maybe providing some insight on uh, marvel dc star wars whatever we never talked about disney either we didn't talk about disney maybe we'll have to come back because we never got too too much in the day we're, we're big disney family we're going on a cruise and all that um but i think we're we're probably out of time for this week but that gives us that's a nice little hook for for next time is that maybe we can get into some disney talk we're doing you know we've been to multiple parks together we've been to i think every north american we've been to the disneyland europe we're gonna go on a cruise here in a couple of months a big disney cruise so uh we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely be be back here at some point doing the uh the old one two, the old spousal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this. Like I said, this is a special bonus episode because we couldn't just find the time. I'm going away to South America for work. Troy's flying to an island in the Pacific for, for vacation. And the guys there, we kind of just couldn't find the time. But this has been an absolute ton of fun. So I was the fourth choice no you're <laughs> you're always number one for oh, me of course. but <laughs> no if you guys would like to be more part of the show you can always email us at the nerdram at gmail.com you can find everything that we do at the nerdram.net as well as starscommonwealth.com you can find all our twitter handles and maybe you'll jump into the conversation at some point we'll see we'll see maybe mrs nerdroom can make her presence felt oh i gotta i gotta get that handle before this episode's released yeah you do <laughs> <laughs> you can find our handles at the end of the episode you can also find us on instagram where we're always tracking and detailing our hunts as well as the nerdroom reno here that's at the nerd rm we'd also like to give a big shout out to our man rob wade who endorses this podcast a little more sleep14.com so make sure you go over there and check out everything that he is doing and a big thank you to you my wonderful my beautiful my talented wife for thank joining you me for this having week. me yes. what, do you, what do you call them listeners thanks listeners yes they're... you don't call them like the nerds and nerdettes or something yeah maybe maybe someday <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you very much for tuning in we will back be back with your regular scheduled programming Next week, we'll have the whole crew at the table, hopefully doing our decade in review. I know we've been promised this last three weeks in a row. It will come at some point along with that Shazam review. That's for you, Grabs. It will be coming at some point. We do promise that. But with all that being said, until next week for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. And I'm Sanjay. <laughs> Thank you very much for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts Tim, Troy, and Sanjay on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Saber's Radio Podcast, Retro Inc., and The Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SWCommonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.